Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Life Almost Without Me. I'm your host, Hugo Viteri. You know the drill. I still don't really uh, love my name. <laughs> uh, so I wrote a whole bunch of stuff yesterday that was kind of motivating, at least in my opinion. And, uh, well, today I'm not motivated. Uh, I'm kind of sad. I'm kind of I'm down, you know. The huge. It's hard to complain. But I blame the sun. It hasn't been out for like two days and I don't know. Uh, no, but for real, it's, it's been rough. Just mentally. Not, nothing's going on. Just in my own head. I don't even know if this music's too loud or if you guys can even hear it. But, you know, I'm kind of digging it. It's probably not helping me get out of the mood. Uh, yeah. Anyways, so the question that plagues me lately, it's like, let's say something happens to me and that's, this isn't a call for help, but like, let's say like an unfortunate meteor, <laughs> it like, like it takes me out. So like, what's left? Like I'm gone. So what's left? Like, I guess just memories for other people, a very short, like online creative memory. So yeah, so I I've just been pondering that, like 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 who are we? The great questions of life, and most of all, like who am I? And it's I'm sure it's a question everyone wonders. Maybe not to the point that I have. I feel like I'm I'm making holes in the earth, just thinking. And you know, we all came from a mother, and so did she, and so forth. Like if you really think about it. Like, you're just a long line of people from the very beginning to now. Everyone's had a kid, and you just came out. And if you choose not to reproduce, you'll be the first person in, like, basically the entire history's long line of ancestors that chose not to do so. That's kind of an interesting fact that I read somewhere, and it's like, whoa. (laughs) So I have, like... I don't know. Anyways, so I got kids and for thousands of years, my ancestors had their own life. Everyone's had their own life. You know, they had their own trials and their own tests and crucibles. I don't, I don't even know what that really means. A crucible. I have to look that up. And, you know, we have a long line of people before us that paved the way for life. And maybe unknowingly for all of us. And I don't know. So who am I? It it bothers me that I don't know. And so I I keep thinking about it. And uh, to further delve into this subject, I I ask myself, like, who, who, this is, I don't know if this is like dark, but like, who would want to be at my funeral? Which is weird because nobody wants to be at any funeral, obviously. But like, I don't know, have so much love and respect for me to want to be there for me in some ceremony or get together or whatever you want to call it. And if I'm honest with myself and you're my, your number might be smaller or greater than mine, less than or greater, I don't know. But but mine feels pretty small 
And, and that's okay. Like, one of my greatest fears was dying and nobody caring. And I, I could say I'm far from that fear these days, which is which is nice. <laughs> is this a this this is probably a downer episode? I'm sorry, guys. I, I'm constantly messaging people, trying to coax a little bit of their talent to light, because I don't I don't know I I feel like I'm a spectator to the world, and I just I I like to help and. Lately, it's starting to get old because, you know, you try and like I, I'm doing some things <laughs> like I have some things going on. I'm, I'm kind of slowly becoming successful. And so I'm always trying to get people and I'm like, dude, we could totally create this or we can totally start making videos or a podcast, go do stand up comedy, like whatever, like. It, it's it's really exciting to go do these things, and it, it it can be very scary. I get that. Trust me, I get it. I've sat in my car at places rather than just going through the door, and then just coming home disappointed in myself. And, and, and sometimes it gets exhausting trying to get people to see what I see, which is basically all this untapped potential. I feel like a Sith Lord here. But the truth is, most of the people, we're not all dreamers. And that's that's fine. Like, you ever wake up and try and tell someone your most visceral dream that you just woke up from? Most of the time, it's almost like the other person doesn't care. They They can't even compute it. And it's... And it's because it's just your dream, not theirs. And I get made fun of for so much of my own dreams. Like in my own head, it's like a meme now. Like I just, I get it. Like whatever. Like you really are a joke to everyone. If you devote countless hours to your own craft, you know, until all of a sudden, like, oh shit, Hugo has how many subscribers? And nobody sees the hours you put into anything. It's, it's your dream. And most of the time, it's kind of lonely. Like, you have people around you that don't see it. And they don't even care to support you in, like, a, like just a, hey, man, good shit. <laughs> just, it's whatever. And, and, you know, I'm not looking for that. Um, but it does kind of get lonely. And that's just a small price to pay, I guess. Anytime someone starts anything, there's always going to be a crowd to tell you that you're stupid for doing it. And, And truthfully, that crowd that's calling you stupid for it, they have their own dreams. They're just not strong enough to follow them. And, and... Sometimes life is unfair like that. Sometimes it it pushes you into a position where you just give up on your dream. But maybe someone told them they couldn't do something and and they believed it. It's hard not to believe it sometimes, especially when you have so many people telling you you can't do it or it's not enough or you need more. It's risky, whatever the case may be. 
like I remember telling my coach a long time ago, this is when I was living in Virginia, 2009. I'd just gotten back from Iraq. I was a mess. And I told him I wanted to be an MMA fighter. And I, I spent most of the time in Iraq obsessing over MMA. Uh, MMA wasn't even as big as it was. I mean, it's clearly not as big as it was today. But, And I'm sure many people do this. They tell someone. They tell a coach. They walk in through the doors. They say it. You know, not expecting what it even means. You just see what you see on TV and you're like, I want that. Same time I saw a certain guitarist play and sing, I was like, I want to do that. And you don't realize that that means you're going to have to alienate yourself to learning a craft for the next portion of your life. <clears throat> Anyways, so most people will go in and they'll say, I want to be an MMA fighter. Zero time on the match training. It, it might as well be the biggest joke. But... That's okay, because, you know, the person walking into the gym, he doesn't know anything. But you show up to that day, you take instruction, you're tired, you go home, you show up the next day, and you continue the trend. And, it, like, every person in any type of martial art, at first, there's arrogance, then there's humility, then there's realizing you don't know anything. Like, even most of the time, you're like, I have no idea what I'm doing, I'm just trying to emulate what this coach is saying. And then one day... You just realize you're doing these things now. You're actually putting in the work. You're not an MMA fighter, technically. You're just aspiring to be one. But you're actually taking steps forward. You're not just thinking about doing it. You're not planning. You're not thinking, have I lost enough weight? Do I need to lose more? Should I be in better shape to do this? Etc. You know, am I too old? Am I too young? But, but truthfully, you're less of a joke now. And everyone sees that. But it, at this point, it doesn't matter. Years go by, and, and now you're the dude in the cage, or, or, or female, whatever. Regularly training all the time. Like, that's what everyone knows you as. And that's when you realize everyone quit at the thought of, I want to be an MMA fighter. And this can be applied to any dream out there. Many people are like, I wish I would have done this. And that's literally the end of how they chase that dream. By just saying a regret. Think about that. Like, we all want to be something grand. And we're in our mid-30s, 40s, 50s, whatever age you are. And if you're saying that, that's, that's your soul coming out and saying, this is what I want to be as a person. And then you don't go do it. And you wonder why you're sad the next day, why nothing changes, why you're trying your best just to find motivation. And this is kind of how I am right now. I keep wanting these things that I'm finally attaining. And to be honest, it, it's it's weird. But <clears throat> anyways, let me I need some water. <clears throat> I've had like 50 people. Like, and, and this is, this is, I'm just guessing here. It's a lot. It's a lot of people who've actually reached out. Like, since I started the podcast. About starting their own podcast. And I'm telling you, it's crazy how many have reached out. I generally speak in hyperbole. But this is not an exaggerated number. It, it's, a, it's a big number. And I'm not saying this to call them out. 
because everyone's got different situations in their lives. And I too have said, I want to start something and reached out to someone and never followed through. I get it. I really do. I've tried, I've I've gone through so many phases in my life. I remember trying to be a personal trainer and then everyone you try and coach says they're going to show up. And then the next day they don't, something happens. It's always something. It gets old. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not trying to call anyone out. Like life is life. Do your thing. Even with me sacrificing my time to help people have still not followed through. Like I'll, I'll sacrifice time, money, like just mental anguish, just trying to help people. And this, this has been a pattern over the years. And I'm sure if you're a coach or a leader in any position, you see it often. And I, I know it can be very discouraging. It, it's got to suck to be a, a, a black belt at the gym and, and seeing someone you trained for two years get their blue belt and then never see them again. That's got to, like, it, it sucks. You put, you put, there's a little piece of you you're putting into that person. And uh, you, you, it's, it's, it's weird. But I, again, life happens and you, I know they can't take it personal. Um, and everyone's journey is different. I, I get that. It doesn't mean it doesn't discourage us from helping all the time. And we keep trying, but anyways. People want the end result, but they don't ever learn how building up the skills and the tenacity is like, it's a part of it. And you can't get to the top without that. And if you do get to the top, you're only going to be there for a moment because you don't have the tenacity to stay there. You don't, it's tough. And I, I recently posted some of my like, YouTube analytics because I, I I'm excited it, it's it's working everything I finally put forward is working and uh, I wanted to show people you know it's 2023 who isn't bragging on their social media and it wasn't even like big money or anything but it was basically I posted on my story about how the channel is finally making money like it, it, it's really exciting for me and people I never People never, never talked to were messaging me, asking me, oh, like, how much is it? And like, what's your most blah, blah, blah? How much time does it take? And some were more negative and some were more like, none of them were happy. <laughs> My brother was the only one. He also creates content. He's a photographer. Great dude. Anyways, uh, Basically, somewhere like in all that work for that. And I get that too, because it is a lot of work. And, uh, but I have my own plan, my own goals, my mission. But it's just a bunch of haters. And in a weird way, I had to find a way to fuel myself further, or at least fuel my dreams further off of these people who are hating can't take it personal people want to find a way to hate on your craft because they know that they have failed and then didn't get back up and just quit so just just stick it through i asked myself years ago like what happens if i start a podcast 
And it took, I remember I posted about it. I said I was going to. Then just coming up with the name took me forever. Finding the, the equipment, posting a, and then having it sound terrible, having to take it down, start over. And I failed many times. But I made a podcast. <laughs> I couldn't upload certain episodes. Like they were just horrendous. Just no one was going to listen to them. I've cried on this podcast. I've yelled. I've been furious at myself and others. At, at points, I've even begged for help because I was just, I was basically just using this to, to vent. And I'm now 90 plus episodes in. There's been times where I've thought of quitting. And the end result now is I get to help people. People reach out. They talk about their own trials and sadness about what's going on. Some people want to be on the podcast so they can share their story. It's become something more. And that was just basically me trying something that I thought would be fun. And it hasn't made me much money, but it has brought me a lot of joy. So then I asked myself, what if I started a reaction channel? Because I, I like reactions. I understand that it's not everyone's things. I'm an introvert. I get sad. I sit in my house. I'm like, I wish I had friends to watch this show with. Not everyone's available to binge watch TV with. So I watch reaction channels like a nerd. And uh, so I asked myself, what if I started a reaction channel? I was like, I love watching things with Lisa. She's hilarious because she has very visceral reactions. And I was like, all right, let's do it. I started it. It was really bad at first. I got a lot of hate for it. And then I was like, well, what if I could get it to 200 subscribers? I was like, that would be pretty cool. And at one point, I got to 1,600 subscribers. That was bananas. Like, literally, I was. it was insane. Now I'm at, like, almost 2,400. I'm not going to stop till I get to 100K. Like, and then I started thinking, well, what about, what if I can make money? Now I'm making that money. <laughs> Literally, it's cool. And, and then I keep answering these questions that I'm asking myself. And it's, what if I can be more? What if I can just be so much more every time I ask myself that? And just keep following through with it. And that's when I started figuring. That's what You get me. Like, you get a guy who... Who never really quits. Like, I took a decade off jujitsu and I still came back. I know that's not the craziest thing to be proud of, but I'm, I'm proud as hell that I'm back. And I'm here. That's, that's who I am. And I can leave all of this to my family, my kids, behind, and they'll always know who I am because all this stuff is out there. It's, it's a weird weird way to leave yourself behind and then you know i'm not happy with anything i got right now i'm grateful for it because i've worked so hard for it but i want more and it's gonna be more i will work for more and i will have more look if i message you trying to help i vote take it and this isn't because my help's better than anyone else's. 
But at the same time, who the fuck else is giving away help? No one's giving me help. Not without me having to somehow pay for it. I'm out here. Oh, I just want to bring people along. I don't I don't know. I, I If I'm a millionaire and none of my friends are making it, I'm not making it. I didn't make it. I'm, I'm still failing. That's how I see it. So either way, I'm, I'm heading up. And I'm going to continue to push my friends and loved ones. Because it, it makes me happy. It truly brings me joy. And, and, you know, maybe after I'm dead, maybe after that meteorite hits me. I don't know why, but fuck it. I keep putting that into the universe. Maybe that'll happen. Shit. I just want people to say, man, like, Hugo just did his life the way he wanted it to be. He lived his truth, whatever that means. I just, I just want to, if I could have, if I could help people the way Patrice O'Neill helped me via just listening to him on the radio talk about growing up, that, that's enough for me. That's a, that's, that's beautiful. I know he's a grander comedian that passed away. Um, and I look up to him very, anyways, um, I think the idea that I can help people at any moment via this podcast, someone stumbles upon it and listens to it. That's having a hard day. That's, that's the end game. Like I'm already here and I, I want more, but this is who I am. I'm happy about it. Anyways, uh, I don't know, man. Y'all go out there and crush it. I know it's Friday, so it's pretty much over. But someone out there, they literally want what you have. Literally, they want what you have. And uh, I suggest you make it very difficult for them to reach what you have. Anyways, uh, Hugo signing off, homies. <laughs> go, uh, go eat your, go eat your mangoes. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>